welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Hey, what's up, everybody? Paul J. Daly, and I'm excited to announce the release of my new book, The Automotive Manifesto. Um, the subtitle is How Brand Connection Can Save Retail Automotive. And this is a book you know, geared toward the automotive industry, but really it's a book about brand and a book about connecting and pretty much saying that marketing and sales and the tactics we've used for years and years that were pay-to-play, that were advertising-based, that these things, if you ignore connection and ignore building a brand that actually empathizes and understands people, well, you're simply not going to survive. And we've seen this over and over. So I hope to shoot a little bit of energy, put a little steel in the spine of the people building brands and willing to make the change in innovating. Uh, this book's specifically a little more in automotive, but I think if you're into company culture, if you're into brand building and marketing, and just understanding that it's a journey and it's a decision you make every day can get something out of this book. So I hope you check it out, The Automotive Manifesto, How Brand Connection Can Save Retail Automotive. Hey, detailers. Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. Hey, this is Marshall. So thankful for you guys always listening and the comments and feedback you guys give us on IG or in different areas. Just at the car wash show in Nashville and it's fun running into people that listen to the podcast. And uh, thanks so much just for the feedback. Really appreciate it. We, we're not always uh, the most uniformed, not the most polished, but you know what? We drink beer, we talk about detailing, we try and have a lot of fun. So, thank you for listening. Hey, have the intro. This part intro was for the Luke Wilson episode. Guys, I'm telling you, I, as a 41-year-old sitting down with a 22-year-old, um, incredibly impressed. I think he thinks beyond a lot of people even older than myself um, that have been doing you know business and been doing detailing for many more years uh, ahead of him incredibly just to watch ask him a question and watch the way he thinks and the watch uh, and listen to the way he presents you know the idea going on in his mind so man really great episode we are live at um, a little bar slash I don't think it was a brewery we did have a local craft beer uh the the waitress tells us about about what's in the beer and uh super sweet she loved uh she loved doing that it was really fun you're gonna get a lot of great insight from Luke you're gonna get a lot of understanding of the way and the why he does uh his videos and here's what you should take away from the episode, right? I mean, you're going to take away more than just one thing, but I definitely want you to take this away. He started cleaning cars at a very young age, even though he's only 22 now. And over the past couple of years, you and others have really latched onto him. You, maybe you haven't, but for the most part, so many people have latched onto him because he educates a lot of people through his documentary style of detailing. 
And it's so interesting as a young 22-year-old YouTube now kind of YouTube star, you're going to see some massive brands uh, start latching onto him and you're going to start seeing his career continue to explode. I am very honored really that he took the time to come on and, and talk to us because he's got a very long, long career ahead of him and really, really excited that one of his launching points hopefully was this episode. We really love the time. Luke's a really great kid and I'm very thankful that he came on. So, um, all that being said, I hope you enjoy the episode. You get a notepad and start writing, um, learning about ways to think differently as a detailer, how you can market differently, why you should do certain things, why you shouldn't, those type of things from a, a kid that's really starting to grow his business uh, exponentially. So appreciate you guys as always, and uh, hope you make it a great day. All right, we are live. Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. Uh, we are at a very swanky little place. We've got like yeah. iron type uh, rafters. <laughs> We've got lights coming down. We've got couches. We've got a lot of great beer. And we have a very special guest, Mr. Luke Wilson from the Wilson Auto Detailing. Yes. Hi, yes. Luke. What's up, man? Thanks for having me. Man, I'm, I'm so glad that we could do this. Uh, no, you're good. I was just, okay, I good, was just good, checking. Good. Uh, I had reached out to you, wanted to get you on, and then I dropped a ball. So thank you so much for taking the time on a Sunday. You even said, hey, it's Mother's Day. Like, <laughs> very grateful. Hey, we're just going to come sit down have a beer. And yes. uh, we want to learn who you are. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, man. So, um, all Cheers. Right. Cheers. Yes, definitely the beer. Bam. Cheers to community. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's a good beer. It's very smooth. It's soft. Light. It's very soft. Yeah, I don't do well with darker beers, man. I'm like, and I don't drink that much, but dude, I like cigars more than I like beer, I think. So I was just, I just left Smoker's Abney. Okay. Which is a cigar bar. Yes, it is. My college, one of my good college buddies yeah. lives here in Nashville. So I met him, I, as soon as I landed, I went into Hattie B's. <laughs> Yes, had of to go to Hattie B's. Right, hot when chicken. you said we talked about briefly meeting at Hattie B's, yeah, you were right. The line was way too long. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough. fried chicken is my comfort food, <laughs> right? Right. I think in fifth grade. So I grew up in Tulsa, Oklahoma. In fifth grade, I went to no, it would have been, it would have been, yes, no, it would have been. It was either fifth or sixth grade. It was either at Bird Middle School, which had been sixth grade. No, I think it was fifth grade. Pretty sure it's fifth grade. I know. <laughs> Let's we get, get, we get the serious. grade exactly, we or we're not going to move on. Yeah, have to. <laughs> Just have to nail it. Make sure we understand. This would have been like 1985 or something like <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> were you born yet? I was born in 1997. Okay. No. <laughs> you were born when I was a freshman in college. You realize yeah, that? Yeah, I'm a kid. I'm a wow. kid. Wow. <laughs> freshman in college, and you were popping out of the womb. That's right. Um, so, I was in a home ec class. Do you know what home ec is? Like, like uh, how to do stuff around the house? Y yeah, ish, but not manly stuff. Right, 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 right. Uh, they not don't do manly stuff around the house. Y yes, yes. So I had to learn. We were supposed to, uh, we were supposed to cook a dinner, right? Yep, that was yep. our thing. And my responsibility for the group that I was in 
was to cook and make fried chicken, all right? So for me, fried chicken is my all-time comfort food. Understood. And Hattie B's, the hot <laughs> Nashville chicken, it's is completely good. different than any other fried chicken out there. That's true. And it is an addiction. Yes. It is an addiction. As soon as I landed, I had to come get Hattie B's fried chicken. Dude, I get it. I get it, honestly. It was, it was incredible. Yeah, um, it is. It is. I stopped in there, got some hot, hot chicken, got a couple beers, and then went and met my buddy um, who's been on the podcast. Our 100th episode, he was coming through Tulsa yep. and uh, came out, hung out for like two hours on my back patio smoking cigars. Right. <laughs> yes, ma'am. She's ready. Oh, did you find some notes? Yeah. Yes. Oh, hold on. If you're going to talk about the beer, I'm spilling. You've got to come up to the microphone. Okay. All right, so tell us about the beer we're drinking. So this beer, oh, okay, I'm Lauren. Uh, I'm working at Pinewood. These guys are awesome drinking uh, Mill Creek, Little Darlings, uh, Peel Wheat Ale. Um, this is a little microbrewery from Nolansville, Tennessee, so it's not that far. Yep. Um, I love this beer. I drink it myself. I buy it. You can buy it at like grocery stores, liquor stores everywhere, right? Super yep. crisp, sweet, citrus, soft. I'm sure you soft. You're feeling all of that, right? For sure. So I wrote a little bit about it, just kind of from my heart, because I do like this beer. <laughs> um, so it's best enjoyed during like the sunshine days, oh, right? Um, or any time that you need a little reminder of what those days are like. Because in Tennessee, it's, I say Tennessee weather's drunk because you never know what you're going to get. That is so true. <laughs> um, the flavor profile of this wheat, it's actually called a pale wheat ale. So okay. it really mixes those two together. I think it's balanced pretty well with a pale and a wheat. Got it. Um, sweet orange, floral. Yeah, yep, that kind sure. of out front. And then I said, like, afterwards, follows by, like, that sweet, soft, citrusiness. And then finish, crisp, dry, and then just kind of brings it all to, all together. I'm a beer snob. I'm not kidding. <laughs> well, it's a flavor profile, as you know. Being a waitress, learning how to understand the beer just like wine beers the same way what what it's like yeah that's absolutely true. that's true thank you for this opportunity to tell my little story about this, this little you, bear yeah. all right back to you <laughs> you nailed it there's a lot of people that come up and try and explain and they're like uh so nicely yeah. done bring it up top yeah way to go yeah. tell Thanks, us your lauren. name lauren so, people should come in and see Lauren when? Um, I'm here during the <laughs> days, uh, Monday, normally through Friday, except for Tuesdays. Okay. So, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, yeah. Pinewood. If you're in Nashville, come to Pinewood. I'm the only Lauren here. So, yeah. All right. Definitely. Definitely people should come Sweet. and ask for Lauren. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Um, Server switch? Yes. Can I get a little uh, 
for my spill. Yeah. Sweet, sweet. Um, sure. Take them. Thanks so much. Handwritten and everything. Sweet. That was We're going to so, keep that. Yeah. But so, so yeah, I met Jay. Is his name? I met right. him at Smoker's Abney. Had a cigar. He just got married. Okay. 39, 40-ish. Yeah. And just just now getting married. Got it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was kudos to him, man. You know, way to go. I wasn't able to make the wedding. It was last weekend. Okay. I was visiting okay. my daughters, but... Got it. Uh, he... He sealed the deal, so yeah. it was good for him. Hey, you recently got married, I think, right? Yeah, I was. I got married in October, so yeah, one of the second best decision I've ever made. It second was, best? It was great. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can talk about the first later, but uh, no, it was a good decision, man. Yeah, I. I uh, so is so your decision? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like I like being married. Nice. Man. I love my life, dude. You know, married my best friend, so it's yeah, it's cliche, but. Uh, no, that's awesome. No, yeah. it's, it's, when did you guys meet? We met when I was 15 years old. You so, said 22 now? So I'm 22. So, so seven years? Yeah, it was like seven years ago. Didn't date that whole time or anything. But 15, you're in high school, what, sophomore, freshman? Yeah, I met right before I was, right before junior year of high school. So Oh, before junior. So Yeah, okay. yeah. So a long time ago. 15 as a junior? I was 15. Yeah, I was younger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Yeah. Anyway, I don't know if it's a school system in Tennessee, whatever it is. Okay. But, yeah, I was younger. But, uh, yeah, man. So, got married, still married, excited about <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the first year can be rough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm learning a lot. I'm yeah, learning a lot. Yeah, yeah. But I like to yeah. learn, you know. Like, I like a challenge. So, I'm, I don't, uh, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. So, did you guys do, I grew up Southern Baptist, extremely yeah. conservative. There was no move in First to test the waters, right? <laughs> right, right. Is that? Yeah, no, we didn't move in together. Yeah. No, no, we didn't. Yeah, I'm. Uh, maybe you'd call me conservative. Yeah, I don't no, know. Let's go for it. But uh, everybody's got to have their own views, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, man. I mean, yeah. To your first question, like, who am I? I, um, I mean, obviously, I'm an entrepreneur. I like entrepreneurial things. Um, what does that mean? Yeah. So, I would say that. Uh, that's actually a really good question. And I think it's actually part of the reason why, like, there are some people, particularly online, because of the detailing stuff I have online, who really don't like me because I'm not uh, probably the traditional detailer. So, like, I tell people a lot that I'm, I'm detailing is not my passion, and it's, like, freaks people out to hear that because they so associate me with, like, detailing only. But um, I'm much more passionate about business, entrepreneurship, building brands like we talked about a little earlier and detailing is really just an avenue that I'm using right now to be able to do that. So I like detailing but I'm not one of these guys that's like I wake up to detail in the morning, you know. Um, I, I like doing business. Well, I think that there's a lot of guys that burn out eventually. Yeah, yeah. Because their passion of detailing passion of what they're so excited about to do yeah yeah they can never develop the full business mindset of how to grow a business out yes. of their passion so one yes. of the slogans that we have is we want to help turn your passion to a profit there you go cool you're passionate about it but business is a whole different world than right what did she drop us 
oh, podcast yeah. name. Oh, <laughs> Pints and Polishing Podcast. I'll write it down for you. <laughs> Lauren, you are an engaged server. I love yes. it. Yeah. Yeah, yes, for sure. sure. Oh, everybody loves to hear themselves talk, man. I love it. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. My handwriting is like a doctor. You might not be able to understand it. Pints and polishing. polishing. Podcast. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you might translate that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Pints, po- here you go. See? Pints polishing. <laughs> We're making yeah, this sorry. podcast world renowned in Nashville. I've had a few yeah. beers. It is what it is. Uh, about a year and a half or so. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. For sure. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Right. Thank good. you so much for your help. Thank you. too. But no, you're totally right. Like most people, or not most people, I would say, a lot of people are super passionate about something. And so we love cliches like follow your passion and don't worry about the money, and that's great, but it's not always that simple. So, Absolutely. A lot of people that I'm connected with have a detailing business, very, very little money, and they work their tails off. Yeah. And that's just not my, uh, that's not my lane. It's not what I and it's not, it's not what I like to do, so... I'm, I like business. I like entrepreneurship. You like avenue. creating. Yes. I, I think the thing for entrepreneurship might be, I mean, entrepreneurship is definitely cliche right now. I mean, you can, Golly. anybody's Instagram profile, it's, it's, they're an entrepreneur. Everybody's a CEO. Everybody's something. How are you a CEO? <laughs> Coming oh, from the 22-year-old. No, I'm not. <laughs> My Instagram page is a CEO. True. True. Dude, Good point. I Good do not point. claim it. Good the point. only thing I teach on, I tell people on Instagram and on YouTube, the only thing I teach on are things that I'm currently doing. I do not stretch outside of my scope. You and, know? and you have enough documentation to prove that because yeah, there's yeah. times in your videos where you'll grab something, you'll go, I rem- specifically remember a, uh, <laughs> oh, what was that? It was a, uh, what the rotary tool that you use to put on a wool buffer yes. to, to blow it out. It's that little spin. And I remember you seeing a video and you were like, yeah, so that's what this is. But you didn't really know what it was. And I, I'm old, yeah. right? Yeah. I know what that is. Yeah. Now, I haven't used one in probably 10 years. Right. But for you to sit there and go, ah, this is supposed to be, a, and you do it this way. Like, yeah, I love that. Yeah. Because you were taking something you didn't really know, and you didn't right. try and buffer it. You didn't try and code it. You right, didn't try to right. make yourself more than you were. You were open, like, I think this is what this is, and this is, how, oh, this works really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, I love I, that. Definitely. Like, it's raw. Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, it's, it's you know, you're, the real YouTube podcast is you're learning in the public. It's a difficult thing. People are going to even if you're the smartest on the planet, they're still going to jack you, you know, Always. just you. And so, yeah, it's interesting, man. It's like, I, I don't worry about being wrong, I guess, probably more than anything. Okay, great. Reagan, new server. All right. Got it. You're all girl. 
Thanks, Reagan. Luke. Marshall. Nice yeah, nice to meet nice you. To you. All right. Will do. Okay. Thanks so Thank much. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I made a video recently about the Meguiar's hybrid ceramic wax, mm -hmm. and I was bashing it. And I took it down because I was like, this is just not me. Like, this is not what I do. All right. Can I ask why you bashed it? Why? I, why you bashed it? Yeah, because I wanted it to get a bunch of views. And I wanted to experiment. I wanted to say what would happen if inside yeah. did you you did you use a product and you go, ah, that's not really what it No, I barely used it at all. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't I did not that's what I'm saying is But you've used ceramics because oh, yeah, I've seen some videos where you use ceramics. Yes. And then you grab this hybrid spray from yeah. a very old company that has yet to develop a coating, but they wanted to merge a product yes, to try yes. and get sales. Yes. Which they did. And oh, I actually respect it at a really high degree. I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of people bash Meguiar's and stuff, but and people bash Chemical Guys. And, like, for example, I don't use Chemical Guys products in my professional world. I don't have any room for them. I don't, I don't like them, but, man, they, they've got a brand. If you talk about and brand. It's strong. And I respect that. I respect the Mad heck out respect. Of that. I mean, from, it's From insane. a business aspect, you're right. From a business aspect, yes. they are going to hopefully... I'm cheering for them as much as I compete against them. Yeah. I'm cheering for them because we, we market against buying 22-ounce bottles. But yes, of course, mad respect for them that they could take over Meguiar's. Like, yeah. could they? 100%. Could they be the, the company, the newer company that overtakes an old yeah. company? Yeah. I don't think it's outside of the scope of I don't either. reason, you know? I mean, they're already in big box stores. And that well, how's that? That only took, what? Five, six years? I mean, they've, they've grown massively. So I took that video down because it was like, okay, number one, this is not along the lines of what I do and how I do it. Number two, it wasn't in the integrity I try to keep things in. And then number three, it just wasn't a good review. It wasn't really a review at all. It was more of a, I like to test like that. I like to experiment and split What does the res what's the result? What happens and why? I'm not going to go down this road. So I took it down. Like, I'm not going to follow you anymore. But that's not the point. No. That has nothing to do with 
yeah. No. Not even and close. I would say that's a almost more of a true definition of entrepreneurship, right? Yes. I've had battles with people that have worked with me that say, Marty, you don't know what you're doing. You're making this mistake. Marty, how did you do that? Marty, like, and just blast me for making yeah. mistakes. I'm like, but as an entrepreneur, we don't have a roadmap. Oh, my god! We don't have a do this next and do this. No, exactly. You literally have to fail in order to understand what not to do in order to succeed. My whole path and journey in life has been nothing but failures trying to climb out of the failures. So I Pioneer. completely understand. You're in the land that nobody else is in, and so you're just going, throwing sticks. Yep. And, and it's a Oh. Sit down and go, okay. Then to run a system and, yep. 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 Here's your to-do list. Yep. It's a totally different game. Totally different. It's a game I want to play. Yeah. And so I'm not interested in saying I was wrong and I'm sorry. What can I do to make it better? You know, that's. So let's go back to. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. No, 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 no. Let's go back to like. Early childhood. Yes. Where'd you grow up? Who is, okay. Who are you? Yes. So I grew up in Franklin, which is right outside of Nashville. It's like a like suburb a of suburb? Nashville. Yep. It's How a, far um, out? It's like 25 minutes. Okay. Yeah. And uh, We're in the heart of Nashville? We're in the heart of Nashville right now. Like downtown? Like right now we're in downtown. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like 25 minutes from here. Um, so yeah, I grew up basically in Nashville. And uh, I love Nashville. It's God's country. I'll probably never move from Nashville. I love traveling. The Texans might... Hey, I know. The Texas I, might have an issue listen, with that statement. My wife and I agree. Because Texas if, says they're God's country. <laughs> if we, if I was going to live anywhere but Tennessee, it, be it would be Texas. It, it needs to be Fort Worth then. Dude, Fort I Worth love is Fort a little Worth. more country than Dallas. Like, yes. Fort Worth is a why. good place. I love the South, man, to be honest with you. I love the South. I love hunting. I love fishing. I mean, I'm just, like, unapologetically, that's just. So I, grew up hunting? Uh, yeah, I grew up on a farm. My dad's a farmer. And, What's uh, he farm? My dad's from. Uh, my dad grew up in Memphis, in West Tennessee. Yeah. So he li- he but he but he lives in Franklin now. Um, parents got divorced when I was four. Grew up going you know back living, and forth. Yeah, back and forth mostly with my mom, but just say majority with my mom, I guess. Um, and yeah, yeah. Um, had had some family stuff, you know, f- without getting into a bunch of detail. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Had a bunch of family stuff there and. Um, yeah, childhood, honestly, I think uh, it's interesting looking back when you're more self-aware as an adult. You look back and you go, okay, that's kind of why I think this way now. That kind of, right? ha- you know. And and to do that at 22 is very impressive. Well, I appreciate that. No, yeah, it yeah. is. And, and, I'm at 40 and I'm just now starting that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and honestly, like, I got a lot of counseling from, like, 17 to, like, 19 in my life because I was dealing with a lot of stuff just – from my family. I mean, to be totally real and raw, like, I'm not here to hide things. It's like, I had some rough stuff, and I needed someone else to help connect some dots for me, because I couldn't, it, it was just, you're not made to deal with things alone, you know what I mean? You gotta let people in. And so, I let some people in, man, and, and dealt with some things, and honestly, I think until I was about 15 years old, um, I was very independent, took care of myself, did not worry about other people, and I was like, I need to make sure I'm okay. Um, I was an atheist, like serious about it, serious atheist, wanted people to really know. Really didn't know like, what? Um, I did not like Christians. I could not stand Christians. The people who I knew in my life who were Christians 
to me. So you associated, you became an atheist solely on the people, not necessarily on a view of a higher power. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. And I thought it was all hogwash. I mean, I, I was, get it. I get it. I was like, look, this doesn't even make any logical sense. I was, I've always been like a pretty pragmatic yep. individual. But, um, yeah, and so every Christian I knew were just lived, a, they did not live anything they said they believed. So there's hypocrites. One me. plus one did not equal two. A hundred percent. So I was like, okay, Christianity is just something you lean on when you feel guilty about what you're doing, and it makes you feel better so you can move on with your life and not live in guilt, shame, and condemnation. I'm not interested in that. Which is pretty true for a lot of people. Super valid. They're just going to do their one to one and a half hour. If they go to Sunday school, you know, whatever, they're just checking their box. Totally. They're going to their little country club, so to speak. 100%. And just going about their day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was like. It's a routine. Oh, 100%, you know? And, uh, and there was a lot of that in my own house, and, and so I was like, screw this. And um, long story short, and the only reason I go into it is just because it was probably the most defining thing that ever happened in my life. But, yeah, when I was about 14, 15 years old, again, without going into too much detail, I, I mean, it sounds weird, but I met God, man. I mean, it was like... I realized in a moment. Okay, okay. You don't have to go into detail, sure, but sure, give me sure. that point. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. I mean, what does that mean? I needed to know. I needed to know what was true. Okay, where were you? I was in my room alone. Okay, there you by go. By myself, in my room, in my house. Down was, on the floor, like yeah, having the, a moment? I, I was on the floor weeping, man. I was crying. What were you crying about? I was crying because in one moment, and again, without touching on it too much, I had made a lot of mistakes even in that short little time period. I had an older brother who helped me do a lot of things, and I didn't have a lot of adult supervision because the way my family was set up. Fair and enough. So Fair when enough. I was a young kid, I got into a lot of stuff that people don't get into until they're a little sure. older. And um, I, I couldn't take it anymore, man. I mean, I... It, all the stuff everybody said was going to make me happy didn't. So you're on the ground. You're crying. What made you, if, if you're an atheist? Yeah, exactly. What? I didn't believe good and bad existed because I didn't believe there was a God. So I believed I was a God unto myself. So good and bad is just a measure of your social, cultural upbringing. Exactly. And so truth doesn't exist. Truth is relative. Whatever's true for you is true for you, whatever. And that was my whole mindset. And... All I can, and it doesn't make any sense, I know, but all I can no, say no, is... No, no, it makes complete sense. Yeah, God showed up in my room. Now, that doesn't make sense. Now, that doesn't make sense, I know. You're on the ground. Are you, you see him? You feel no. it? Like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I yeah. Want, so what I happened, want a little bit more. So, I, in one instance, I realized, like, in my heart, nobody around, not in church, nothing, I didn't go to church. I realized I had made so many mistakes and hurt so many people. Okay. And I did not, I did not see that. Okay, in this moment, I just got flooded with this like, whoa. I have screwed up, but I did. But again, before that, it was like this isn't screwing up. This is just what's true for me. So I wept, man, on the ground for like two hours, honestly, because I was so like ashamed of myself, honestly. And all I remember, again, it doesn't make sense. All I remember is getting on my knees opening my eyes, and not that I saw Jesus, but I'm saying flooding my thoughts, only thing I could think of was just this Jesus. I know, it's weird. And in one moment, the gospel, 
the cross, the blood, made sense. Nobody had really ever talked to me about this before. Nobody really ever said... So you didn't have any prerequisite notion of... I wouldn't say any, but I would say like 2%. Okay? So in one moment... And you're laying there and all of a sudden you just start understanding Jesus? All of a sudden, here's what made sense. Here's what clicked to me. Jesus actually cares about me. Okay. He actually loves me. Yeah. He didn't die because I'm a sorry, sucky sinner. Right. He died because I have... Because he loves you. Because he loves me. Because I have this amazing value. Jeez, John 3, 16. Oh, my gosh. For God so loved the world. Why has it got to get any more complicated than that? Yeah. Right? He's so loved. It doesn't say for God so got frustrated and done out and at wit's end with humanity. just loved. He's so loved. And so... I realized in a moment, oh my gosh, you're real and you love me and this is actually who you are. And basically what I told Jesus right there is I remember out loud I said, this is my quote sinner's prayer, you know, that we talk about at church. I said, God, if you'll save me, I'll do anything for the rest of my life. Because honestly, it was the first time in my life anything like really, I felt like really good happened. So what do you feel you need saved from? All the bad stuff that you've been doing? Yes. So was it a... Hey, save me from doing those wrong things. Well, people don't like the word sin, you know, in our, like the culture we live in. It's like a, don't say, you know, what is sin? Um, man, here's, here's to, to try to make things simple. I mean, I believe truth exists. I believe the Bible from start to finish. I believe I could probably make a pretty good argument, actually, of why it is reliable and valid scientifically, historically. But... Other than outside of that, I believe that humanity, based on the fall that happened in the garden, humanity is born into this bent towards, hey, F you God. Okay? And we want to do things on our own. Can you say fuck you? <laughs> like, can you? I don't. <laughs> Come on, just one. Can, I don't. Can you give us one? I don't. Can, I you don't. Us, can you give us one fuck you? <laughs> and it's not because it bothers me. It doesn't bother me. Okay? It's all good, man. It's all good. I don't get offended at stuff, but... Um, we don't cuss either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can tell. So, dude, I realized that I had been running from God. Let me put it like that. I had been running as far as what saying, God, I got it figured out. I don't need to worry about you. I know better. Forget it. And in that moment, I just surrendered and said, I don't have it figured out. So at that point, you stand up. Do you completely stop doing all the stuff that you had previously done? So let me say, that would be a great story. And in it's a, a process. sense, yes, in it's a, a sense, yes, in it's a, a sense, a that happened. It's a journey. Yes, because overnight. I'm glad you said that. I'm really glad that you didn't just say, yeah, yeah I stood up and I never did anything. No, because that's I'm really not how glad it that you said that. Because I still yeah. had to struggle through things, yes. man. I, I had You're to still deal with a stuff. man. You're still a human. Yes. You yes. still have desires. For sure, for sure. But I realized that he died to replace my desires with his. And he what we always did in and what I realized very because I got involved in church after that happened, and I've realized real quickly in church we preach the gospel basically in a way that says, You suck. God is pretty frustrated with you. Because some sorry guy named Jesus had to die 2,000 years ago. And oh yeah, you suck. You're now indebted to him. And then once again, you suck. Yeah, you suck. Now try to do better. (laughs) But but you suck. Yes. And that's not the gospel at all. No. Like I realized the gospel was, hey, the value that's on your head was so great. Jesus ran to the cross because he couldn't stay away from you. He loves you so much. Well, he drugged actually. Yeah, he drugged drugged himself. Yeah, that's true. He, He couldn't run. Yeah, yeah. But Isaiah 53 says it pleased the Father to crush the Son. 
So it wasn't God going, okay, Jesus, I guess since we're, this is, this is our last plan, man. Just go to the cross. Maybe this will work. It was him going, no, you guys are my first choice. This is my first choice. I love you, and I'm doing this because I want to know you, and I want you to know me. Um, and that changed my life, to be honest. That, that one thing completely changed my life. And I'm not real quiet about it, if you can tell. No. Just because... Um, I believe it with my whole heart, man. I well, just, you're a passionate person. Yeah, for sure, I am. From just your candor, your yeah, the way you yeah. talk, the way you interact, you're a very passionate person yes. no matter what you're going to talk about. That's true. This That's was true. a moment for you. This is who you are as a human being. So, of course, it is. Yes. just the same as detailing, you're going to talk about your faith in Christ. Sure, yeah, and I'll I give think, you that. That's I think true. anybody else that has a desire for another type of faith yeah, that is passionate about that faith they might not agree with you, but they will sure. respect the passion that you bring. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Yeah. So, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely passionate. Always been passionate, you know. Yeah. But, uh, So, yeah. did you grow up playing sports? You grow yeah, up yeah, doing- I wrestled. I wrestled. That was my one thing. I wrestled. I okay. didn't play a lot of sports other than that. I liked wrestling. So, the one sport I never really could do, but I probably should have done. So, my grandfather, my, my mom's side. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Uh, yes. Yeah. My mom, you're never going to listen to this, but happy Mother's Day anyways. <laughs> right? Same here. She'll never listen yeah. to it because I'm drinking beer. Yeah. She won't listen to it because I'm drinking beer. <laughs> I tell you, we grew up Southern Baptist conservatives. Tight, we grew up Southern Baptist leash. conservatives. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, yeah. So my mom, I, I drew a blank. My mom's dad, yeah. uh, so she grew up in Stillwater, Oklahoma, where OSU is. Yes. OSU, Oklahoma State University, is known for wrestling. Yeah. Through high school, all the way through high school, all the way through college, he was undefeated. Jeez. In college, he was a four-time national champion. Never Jeez. lost. <laughs> right? Goes to the 36 Berlin Olympics, which is where Jesse James, I think that was he was the guy that ran, got four gold medals. Yeah. It was in Berlin. So there's pictures of him. The guy next to him that got bronze is Hill Hitler. I mean, this is, this is that Olympics. He goes all the way to the... Gold medal round, pins the guy, but apparently pinned him against Olympic rules more the way he traditionally, <laughs> right? So right. in America, we wrestle different than Olympic, and so yes, there's, that, yes. there's that play, yeah. and it's 1936. We didn't have YouTube to know yeah, what, course, like, he messed up, pinned the guy the wrong way, and got disqualified. His only loss as a wrestler was in the gold medal round, and he got a silver and I'm like, Jeez. Mom, what happened? Like, Golly. where's my jeans? Like, yeah, <laughs> what's up? That, like, skip a generation? Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> she, re- I remember back in, I mean, this goes back to that fifth, sixth grade. Like, she took me to go wrestle. Yeah. And this was in the 80s. So yeah. you got to understand, the, and especially wrestling, <coughs> what's wrestling like for you compared to football, right? Yeah. The, what they were given to deal with was a lot less than the football team yeah yeah so i remember just this old stanky like prefab building totally. i remember watching these guys in these 1980 like yeah you're singlets like, that's not appealing and i just yeah i, I was like yeah. i can't do it not Mom. For me. i can't do and it let me be more clear actually i wrestled but i did not wrestle much i wrestled sixth grade seventh grade eighth grade but i stopped because i worked Okay. Like I, so high school you worked. You didn't play sports in high no, school. No, I ran. I was running my business. I was what not was playing detailing. So I started oh. my detailing business when I was thirteen. Okay. And now it wasn't what it is now, but I was sure. Not, but so you're thirteen. You're in what? 
ninth grade? I was eighth in, grade? in What's it mean to start a detailing business at that yeah, age? Yeah, so I pulled a wagon around my neighborhood and nice. the neighborhood's next to me with a shop vac. Much respect. Buckets. Much soap, respect. And sponges. And yeah, I worked. I mean, I was an entrepreneur. Like, I, I knew. So I did yards. Okay, yeah, exactly. I mowed yards. Exactly. And went around to neighbors and mowed yards. Yeah, you pulled yeah. a wagon and detailed across. What We were going to talk about this later, but let's just jump into yeah, it. Yeah. Let's just roll. Can you remember why? Like, why? Dude, I have been trying to figure this out for <laughs> years. I'm like, is it being an entrepreneur, is it something you can teach? Nope. Or is it DNA? Yep. Or is it both? And, yeah, dude. You're right. It's both. And maybe it's You're both. Right. You're both. It's but both. you know what? I do think there has a- to be something when you're something has to click. Yes. Because because like my wife, we talked about it the other day. She said. She said, you will never, ever work for someone. Yeah. And I was like, yes, but it's not an arrogance thing or a pride thing. It's like, no, this is just who I am at yeah. my core. I can't even fathom yep. the thought 100%. Of, of doing something other That's than building you, my own brand. <laughs> so anyway, so. Yeah, 13. I walked up to my dad. I mean, I was running lemonade stands. You did? On the you corner. You actually had a lemonade stand? 100%. All, every single day of the summer, man. I mean, my mom, granted, my mom bought me the supplies. Didn't, you know, I didn't make me pay her back. She was a good mom. But, uh, oh, yeah, lemonade country time? Yes, the powder, big the, jug of powder. Yeah, yeah. Dude, absolutely. Mix it with water. Uh-huh. Oh, shoot. No, seriously. But when you're 13, you don't. That's why I'm saying, is it taught or is it DNA? Because my mom didn't teach me, hey, use less powder so you can get more cups out during the day and you don't have to go buy more and waste some of the money you just made. She didn't teach that, but intuitively I was thinking, how do I make this lemonade with less powder? Yeah. So So, you cheapened your customers to make more money. So I was cheap, man. (laughs) I totally was cheap. Oh, forget it. So were you Jewish? (laughs) So maybe I am. No. But, 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 I mean, you know, <laughs> Sorry the point for all the is Jews. like, yeah, yeah. But it's like. It's not a politically correct <laughs> I'm like the least politically correct guy on the planet. But, uh, yeah, man, it just came instinctively. It was like my dad taught me what he knew. My dad was an entrepreneur. He was a farmer. He ran his own stuff. Makes sense. But he, he, I think there's a difference between somebody who has entrepreneurial tendencies and somebody who is an entrepreneur. My wife has entrepreneurial tendencies. She is not an entrepreneur. You sound like Gary Vaynerchuk. Do you listen to Gary Vee? I listen. I like Gary Vaynerchuk. You listen to Gary Vee. I, I, some of those exact scenes. Is it? I'm not exact? saying you. T- I'm not. I'm, no, 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 I'm no. That's saying, okay. But I'm just, I, I like Gary Vee. Yeah, I love Gary. And v. honestly, I like Gary Vee. I'm not like totally on the Gary Vee train of like work till your face melts off and right. then forget your relationship with your wife. Like yes. that's not my yeah. thing. But yeah. um, you gotta I, take. You gotta take what you can get. Yes, yeah. yes, but uh, but yeah, like I love working. Like my wife, knew. I think the late. I'm sorry. No, I no, think no, the ahead. latest thing that he has said that I have totally dove into was yeah. a couple months ago when I he said we were, he was talking about work life balance, which is exactly what you're just saying, yes. work life balance. And he said, but what about the guys who think of work as their hobby? Their hobby, a hundred percent. And that's when it clicked. Exactly. My whole struggle with my wife, ex-wife now, yes. uh, with my father, with anybody that has tried to tell me not to do what you're saying. Right. Once I just went, but I love doing it. Exactly. Exactly. So my wife is like, no, no, no. He's not being rude because he's on his phone all day. He's working. He's working. He's not texting people 
posting to Facebook about when he's going to the gym. He's answering messages. Yeah. He's answering emails. He's yeah. working with companies. He's getting the brands to. And what I love, you did a, a photo. You went to a car show. Yes. And or you did a video actually, little selfie video while you had your laptop on the bed, and yes. you were like, "Hey, editing some videos," but wanted to say something like. Right. That's what I don't think what people understand. I'm, sorry, I'm really glad you put that out there. I don't think guys understand how much work yes. it actually takes. Oh my god! You can run a detailing business, right? Yes. But all the others. Let me rephrase that. You can run a detailing service. Yes. You can service customers. You can get a, people that want to use you. But to actually run a business right. of detailing, how much work? side work that it actually takes and that's awesome that your wife is fully on board mine wasn't mine jumped ship pretty quick because she didn't understand she didn't think that i loved her because i was working so much yes and that's like a classic like i was very upfront with my wife before we got married like she knew this is who he like she would not have married me if i was not this way she would not have been interested in me smart and that's why when i talk to like younger guys that are my age because I'm super young. And that's why I say, like, like what you said, that video that I posted of me working on my bed, those are the videos I post. I don't post videos going, hey, guys, let me teach you how to run a business. Because I'm like, I'm still learning how to run a business. Yeah. I'm 22. I don't have the qualifications yeah. to tell you how to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. All I know is I am one, yep. and I'm going to build something, and eventually I'll give you advice, but that's not today. Nope. Because I don't know You're enough, documenting man. documenting your journey. Thank you. A.K.A. Yes. Gary Vaynerchuk's. Yeah. His whole thesis. Yeah. And I love Gary Vaynerchuk because he's right. The one thing that's inside of your control is how hard you work. And I'm not the smartest guy in the room all the time. Uh, I like to read and I like to learn, but... You seem very intellectual, though. I Watching am. your eyes yes. and the way you go back. Like, yes. You think a lot. You're, yes. you're very in-depth. Yes. So, like, I did well in school. So like, I'm Oh, not, you did? I was going to say, did yeah. you do well in school? I sucked at school. Okay, yeah. So, like, I'm not the classic entrepreneurial, like, Gary Vaynerchuk's like, I got F and Fs yeah. and Ds and I just sucked at school. I did very well in school. I thought I was like going to be a A's? doctor. Yeah, yeah. I made straight A's through school. Yeah, because you're smart. And, and, and you're it's smart like, guy. but I didn't like school. It didn't harvest the entrepreneur in me. The college, be, oh my gosh, I despise college. I couldn't wait to get out. I graduated two weeks ago. It was the most liberating thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah. And, but I went to school to be a doctor the first two years. So I was a biology chemistry major, freshman and sophomore year. And then I was like, what am I doing? This is not who I am. But anyway, to come full circle, yes. I, what I'm doing right now is, and basically what I tell my wife is, I'm going to put my nose to the grindstone for the next 10 years. I'm posting videos, but I'm only doing it inside of what I know, and I do not venture outside of what I know. So I think that I know something about building a business, but only time is going to tell if I'm right or wrong. And I don't know if I'm right or wrong yet. So we'll see. But I'm not sure. So I love it, man. Yeah, I love it. But I love that. Yeah. And I love being freaking wrong because, man, that video that I had to take down because of that McGuire's product that I reviewed that I was like, man, I was wrong. I loved. Oh, my gosh. The video that I had to post after that and then follow up and then engage with people and say, hey, guys, I'm sorry. It actually only helped me in the long run. It actually I mean, it did crazy things to the channel in a good way. Yeah. And so it's just like. 
I can think of 10 times right now that I have been dead wrong in the last two years, and it so helped me. It's just crazy. But anyway, I just think I'm a born-bred entrepreneur. Okay. And, I, and I, it's not, again, like it's like, like you say, like it's just who I am. Yeah. And I like to work as a hobby. Do you ever play video games? I have I suck at video games. Yep. But my do dad you, never do you let watch me. TV? I do not watch yeah. TV, man. We don't have cable. Yeah. <laughs> we don't me have a, we actually don't have a television. We have a monitor, an Apple monitor that we'll like hook movies up to every now and again when she wants to watch a movie, but we don't have a TV. I like it. And but she's on board with all that, you know? Yep. And that's what that's what one thing we don't talk about very much is like you know, and again, I of course as far as me being a Christian is concerned, that plays a big role in it, but it's like in a practical sense Entrepreneurs marry people all the time that they shouldn't marry. Me. It's like, me. dude, what about the conversation like, hey, this is who I am. This is what I need this. Yep. I, I need to chase this. And if you don't let me, I w- I, there's no way I I'll cannot. Yeah. I, I, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I will be miserable. I was miserable. Yes. And so I'm not saying way about divorce. Or not, like That's not my place. I'm just saying, man, for anybody listening, it's like freaking talk to your spouse. And again, that's probably outside of my scope because I've only been married for like six months. But it's like, <laughs> dude, just talk to them. Like, huh. There could be a lot of darts thrown on that. Totally, totally, <laughs> totally. A YouTube detailer and a uh, yeah. marriage counselor yeah, exactly. has been married six months. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> and that's where we're at with Instagram, man. Everybody's a CEO and everybody. That's why I told you in the beginning Detailing is my avenue because I will. I refuse to be a life coach, business coach, entrepreneur, teacher. I just can't do it. I can't put out a curriculum that says, here's how to build an online business. Okay, but if you're trying to grow a business, why detailing? Because it's what I already had. Why reinvent the wheel? And why go to something else? I was just meeting with a guy who said, I have a photography business, but I'm passionate about detailing. I want to start a detailing business. I was like, is your, if you're, is your photography business profitable? No. Well, then what the heck makes you think going and starting a detailing business, you're going to start making money and be an entrepreneur? Yeah. And why why not use that? your photography skills to grow your detailing business? Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Go get some cash flow with this. Use it to reinvest in a detailing business and then come talk to me. But don't give me this crap about jumping from one thing to the other, man. That kills entrepreneurs every single day. Yeah. Shiny object. Go chase it. It's like, dude, come on. Uh, that's been a lot of my journey, though. I think it's the ADD in me. I just yeah, yeah. I, so I wasn't a good student. Yeah, I was, but I wasn't the Gary V. F. D.s. Like, there's yeah. no way my parents would have ever let that. Like, <laughs> yeah. So my, if we're gonna talk, we're gonna we're gonna go here for Mother's Day. Yes. Um, I had a extremely rare opportunity. Uh, I grew up playing baseball. Made some competitive baseball teams. Got looked at by a very elite private school. They offered me a scholarship to go Mm. play at their school in high school, which was unheard of in the 90s. From a guy that could, I, I, they tested me at, I think it was 111 words a minute is what I read. Sheesh. Which is extremely slow. That's literally like the dog ran to the ball like yeah, yeah you're literally like one word a second so yeah. think of it that way and then mixed with the massive add that would get half a page down and forget and would already jump over here and right, what right. else was going like i couldn't read right i've read four books in my whole life <laughs> i've done 30 something hours of my master's and still only read four books i graduated from that most prestigious school in high school in oklahoma only reading one book 
I learned, <laughs> which is where I have looked back at the entrepreneurship of it. I didn't try and learn to study. Yeah. I learned how to figure out how to pass. Definitely. I took it as a challenge. Yeah. Okay. I can't do what they're doing. How can I figure this out yeah. and still pass yeah. and still have this incredible education and incredible experiences in high school? Yeah. Now, now, mind you, not not consciously. R- of course. I look back now and I go, that was in the subconscious. Exactly. goes back to entrepreneurship, trying yes. to figure out things as a kid. Who were you? If you can learn and adapt and fail and figure things out, yes. that's when you probably know that you have some entrepreneurship gifts in you. And I I think you're right. I think it comes from a gene. Your dad, uh, my dad. Yeah, and my my dad's dad. dad, Exactly. My mom's dad, dad, owned a grocery store. You know, like, I think it does come into some family traits. I totally agree, yeah. Into the DNA, which is what you said. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, my dad didn't have to push me to start a business. Yeah. I was asking him, Dad, how do I do this? How do I do this? How do I do this? So it's like, my brother's not that way. It's like, I'm not dogging him. It's just like... He's not that way. Yeah. And that's okay. But it's like, it didn't come because somebody said, hey, this is what you need to do. But it's interesting. Yeah. With school, it was like, I wanted to do it well. I I don't know why. I just, and I've always just been curious. So like, I was not good at chemistry or biology was just like memorizing information. I was not good at chemistry, but I got an A because I worked my butt off. Say ass. And I worked my ass off. Yes. And <laughs> and I I wanted to be good at it. I, I, I wanted to. And, dude, my, my chemistry teacher, I'm writing a book right now. I'm almost done. And it's not a book about anything other than 12 to 15 principles that I've observed in successful entrepreneurs and just putting those on paper and saying, here's what I've observed in other people who have what we would call make it. I'm just, That's awesome. So we're at about 40... 3,000 words right now. Let me know when it's out. Yes, I will, for sure. Uh, Let's plug real quick another guy in our industry uh, who's been on the podcast. Paul uh, came out with um, his book, and I'll plug it in the show notes. We've put him – I'll put it at the the first part of the episode. He just released – he came out on the podcast. He started a wheel business and just started refinishing wheels, grew that up, sold it. And now he does marketing for dealerships, and his book is called uh, Automotive Manifesto. Sweet. All right. So, cool. Sweet. Yeah, yeah I'll yeah. plug it. When you get yours, I'll get a copy. I'll buy a copy. Yeah. Shameless we'll plug. plug. Your book. Yeah, no, yeah. No. I'll have you do a little voice memo. It's going to be free. It's going to be free. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Voice but, memo it. Yeah, do yeah. A little plug, and we'll start putting it into the podcast so we can plug your book. Dude, thank you. That sounds yeah. great. That sounds great. But, yeah, so I don't even know where we were, but. It's, it is interesting, the conversation surrounding entrepreneurship, especially now because of what the internet did and Instagram did and social media did to the word entrepreneur. And Gary Vee talks about it a lot, but it's like, I don't, it's just interesting. It's just interesting. I don't well, put out any content. Well, he that predicts that there's going to, which... I started I started our chemical business, Total Auto Solutions, in yes. 2010, just yes. out of my garage, right? Yes. Um, 2010 was still in that rough part of the economy, 
the eight nine is when it's really and in Oklahoma is still conservative the way most Oklahomans spend their money. Yeah. So our economy didn't get as affected as the rest of a lot of other parts of the country who spend a lot more. Oklahomans were still conservative in the way we spend. Yeah. While saying that, there's a lot of oil money and people spend a lot of money, but for the most part, we weren't hurt as bad as everyone else, but yeah. it was still rough. And so I started out of that rough climb of 2010 in that market. Yeah. And we're about the way a lot of people predict that Trump won't allow it. He'll do stuff, you know, so it's not on his time clock. Yeah. But we're due for another market. I don't want to say crash, but, but that's kind down, of recession. Yeah. You know, I guess the term is we've been in a bull market. Right. And so we're about to come out of that. Yeah. And we're about to find out who truly is an entrepreneur. Exactly. Exactly. That can go through the grit and the grime of a low economy. Yes. To rise up as it starts getting better. Yes. And I've never been. Yeah. In a in right. a crash, yeah. So maybe I don't even fit into that recession category. Recession is what we had, is they what they call it, yeah. Right, right. In two thousand eight, I mean, things hit the and so people. I like to say, the more I learn, the more I realize I don't know. Yeah. And that attitude has always helped me. It's always made me a learner, and it's always kept me my own mind in check. I don't think I know more than I do, and I realize how much I don't know. And maybe I'm not going to make it through the crash. Again, it's like I'm, I can't wait to look back in 10 years and say, was I right about what I thought at that time? And we'll see. Some things you will be. But yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. some things obviously There's won't be. There's no doubt. There's a lot of things you will be right. And yeah, some yeah. Some things you'll be wrong. But, I throw out a lot of predictions. Some will stick and some won't. Right, right. And so we'll see what happens to my business in the crash. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I've never lived through it, so I can't speak on it, but I'm excited to find out. I'm going to go ahead and say one of the predictions I have said is coming true in some of the videos that I've seen. Yeah. You do nothing but daily drivers. For the most part. For the most part, yeah. That's where I, that's, I, yeah, I intentionally try to stick there. Yeah. And coatings are yeah. now starting to go into daily drivers. For yes. so long, it was nothing but your yes. high-end elites. And I've said for years, guys, the market, once it goes to daily drivers and that consumer base starts getting coatings, yeah. oh, you've got to have it in your menu. You've got to have that out there now. Totally. Or else you're going to miss a massive amount. It doesn't matter if you're a mobile or if you're out of your house or if you you know, you know, just have a small little shop and yes. you're not doing exotics with a big lift and amazing lights. Get coatings, get something on cars yes. so that you can service your customers because this ain't going away. And if you miss it, you're going to miss it. Like, right, do not right. miss it. Yeah. So, like, I posted a video putting a ceramic coating on a Prius, and people lost their minds. I mean, they were like, ah, why would this guy do I've this? I've done it for minivans and different stuff like that. Yeah. yeah like, and I'm just, they need it. Yeah. I just don't care about doing things the conventional way. Yeah. Like, who says you can't? That's, that's what I always think to myself. I'm like, who says no? And why do why should I so care? So many people said I run on Marty time, I run yeah. on my schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly, exactly what you're saying. Yes, you always got to be thinking outside of yeah conventional. I'm like, I bend there because I'm like, the fact that you're upset about it and can't quite wrap your mind about around it excites me, because the second my neighbor goes, oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, online business. It's too it's too saturated for me now. I'm not interested in it anymore. There's not enough, there's not enough newness there anymore, to make to really scale. Yeah. 
And so the fact that my neighbor goes, wait, you're putting out YouTube videos and you're creating an online brand. You're working with companies and you're, and I'm like, I love the fact that you do not understand the words coming out of my mouth yeah. because it shows me in the midst of the, like all the social media that's already here, it's still ahead of the trend. Right. Still. Yeah. And I, that pumps me up. All right. So my biggest YouTube fail, I have not jumped in. I, I, so 2011, yeah, it would have been 2011. So, so when I started in 2002 as a mobile detailer, yeah. then uh, some actually a guide, I was walking through church. I was telling the bakers from uh, Bakers, uh, they have a ceramic and boat and detailing business in Jacksonville. We yeah. were at dinner uh, last weekend. I was visiting my daughters in Jacksonville. And they want to know the story. And like I said, you know, honestly... I took an opportunity and walked into a customer because I wanted something more than just mobile detailing. I was yeah. absolutely in love with the process and what I was doing, but I felt I wanted to do more, like more cars, more opportunity, like more. Yes. That, to me, translated into getting a car wash, washing more cars, detailing, more volume. Yeah. So I walked into an account that had, I mean, he was a... He was a property. That's who he did. He dealt with properties, sitting properties. Yeah. Just scheduled a meeting. He said, okay. He reached around. He had some blueprints. And he goes, well, here's the car wash that I've already set out. The next weekend or the weekend after somewhere very soon to that, I'm walking through church. And this guy that I didn't even know says, hey, Marty. And I'm like, he was filling Kool-Aid cups for the kids, you know, to give them for yeah. kids' church. Yeah. Says, hey, man, I i seen what you've been doing. I want to start a car wash with you. What? Jeez. I literally just met with a guy. Like, are you serious? Yeah. And that's how I started Zud's Car Wash, and that's that's how we, that's how I kept rolling. I love that. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, did that for a couple of years. That's how I met DJ. He came to work with me. Yes. Um, I sold out of that, made a big mistake, and went to go join with a company. And um, I was going somewhere with that story. I didn't know that you owned a car wash. I did. I freaking love that. Which is why I'm here at the car wash no, show. No, that totally makes yeah. sense. Because we sell car wash chemicals. I service car washes now. Yeah. Uh, no, because no, I was going somewhere with the story. Yeah. What did you say a second ago? Jeez, I say I don't even know. I can't keep track. Um, we talked about... I don't know. Forget it. Let's but, try this beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. All right, so... Cheers. Drink the beer. What do you taste? I'm such a novice beer drinker. That's okay. This is a very plain beer. No, no, no. It's super light. It's very and light. It's like you could, I could drink two and not feel full. Right. And citrusy for sure. A little citrus. I'm missing a little flavor though, I think. But it's like a... It's obviously not like a Michelob Ultra, you know. Like you can taste. It's like, okay, this is craft beer. National you can tell a, a difference. You drink. Do you drink the cactus? That's my favorite. I love <laughs> yeah. Ultra Cactus. I keep it all the time. I try. I'm trying to taste more because, like, I mean, I, again, like, I don't drink that much. Just it's just not my thing. But I like wine more than I like beer. Red or red? Yes. Really? I like red wine, man. I like red I wine. I can't get I past like, the dryness, dude. I like bitter and dry. Like, I drink coffee. So you black. don't like IPAs? I'm not a fan of IPAs, dude. Well, they're supposed to be bitter, right? IPAs. I drink IPAs, and it's like, I don't know. It's a bitter I don't like. It's like an aftertaste that The piney bitter. 
is what you don't like. Okay, yes. That's a better word for it. Yeah. But Now, what about a citrus IPA? Have you had a citrus yes, IPA? Yes, and I really don't like citrus IPAs. Oh, shit. I know. I tried. I know. Dude, I like, there's a, there's a local beer to Nashville called Hap and Harry's. Okay. And it comes in a green bottle, and it's fantastic. I love it. I like beer with cigars, but I like wine just if I'm, I mean, I don't ever drink just like around my house, but like we were on vacation last week, yeah. you know, I had, I like red wine there, but uh, yeah, I'll probably, you know, I don't know, man, I'm an extra, I tend to be extreme, you know, so I'm like, I, I, I you'll drink nothing but wines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until I know it, yeah, and then I'll move on to something else, you know. So that's just, I don't know. Not that's blessing and a curse. All right, so let's get into our first topic, and we've already been going for a little bit, so we'll roll through these. I yeah, know yeah, you yeah. Get, we'll go fast. Um, you've already talked about how you started, um, but I want to know, like, so you 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 graduate high? Like, you said you started when you were thirteen. What point did it actually become a more than you were just get, carrying your wagon down and cleaning cars? Yeah, yeah. What was a moment where you go, given that you had the DNA of entrepreneurship and all that, was there, and maybe there wasn't, but was there a moment where you just stopped and went, okay, I need to actually draw out, write, think, however yeah. you go about it, and develop this as a business? Yeah, so it was interesting because I had developed – by the time I was 17, I developed like a healthy list of maintenance clients that did not require a lot of knowledge about detailing because they weren't dirty. It was very easy, right? I mean, maintenance I, like every two weeks. Yes, exactly. Um, so when I was 17, I was like, I need to, I can scale this thing. Like it hit me. I was like, this thing is more scalable than I thought. Um, so I started researching. I'm a researcher. I'm a studier. You know, I try to read a book a week, and I'm just it's the I, smart guy in you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's it's the academic in me. Yeah. You know, so if I'm not working di like directly working, I'm researching. So I started learning online, man. Testing. I mean, I had the time. I was 17. You know, I wasn't a 30 year old guy who had kids who had to support. Like, I had money to spend. I had time to waste to learn. That most people don't have the luxury of spending without it hurting them. So I just started going at it, man, buying all kinds of products, looking at all kinds of videos, and just learn. So you just started buying products. When did you automatically decide to start videoing? The pro like, how no. did that come about? I, I mean, you started cleaning cars, and then when did you decide, hey, I should probably get yeah, yeah. a camera and start recording? I think it was right before I turned 20. I was like, at the latter part of 19... I was like, so 2016 or so? Yep, 2016, March. That's exactly it, March 24th, first video I put out. I, again, it's the entrepreneur in me. I knew I can only scale physical a physical auto detailing business so big. Because, number one, no, you could make it a nationwide thing, but it, it would for me to For me to scale this auto detailing business to a million dollar a year business, it would take a level of work for the next 10 years and probably the next 20 years for me to consistently put in that I did not want to do. It's not my passion, so I couldn't. So I was like, what can I do that feeds my passion that will eventually let me move out of detailing? And social media was it. So I hit it head on. 
just didn't wait. I was like, I got to figure this out. And I think I figured it out to a certain degree. And I'm, there's so much to freaking learn about it. It's insane. So I know very little about very little. But what do you use to edit your videos? iMovie. It comes on my Mac laptop. It's free. I have Final Cut Pro and these $300 editors, and I don't use them. I just don't need them right now. That's awesome. I don't need them right now. So on the plane ride here and at Hattie B's and some different times whenever I get a chance, so you look over, I've got, I've got iMovie, go. and then I've really found the Spark video to be good. Smart video. Uh, no, Spark. Spark yeah. video. Got it. Um, because it's one, it's an Adobe product and it interlinks with some different ones. Yeah. And it's one that you can put the words that interject into it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Uh, Sweet. Why, what is it that you love about iMovie besides being free? I'm not so great at iMovie, as you can see. I, I'm not so good yeah, at Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you... You can't put words into iMovie. Can you can, you, oh, you can. can. It's very simple. Oh, it is. But yeah, but I'm not interested in putting words, so I don't need that luxury, right? I, I like. I, I'm a communicator. Sure. Like I, I, I know I my it. strength is yeah. talking. Like I recognize. So, which would be different for YouTube, right? Yes. But versus different platforms. Exactly. Some platforms you need to put the words because they're not necessarily going to always yes, listen to your audio. Totally. If they go onto YouTube. They're specifically going to listen to your audio. Totally. Yeah. I like iMovie because I know it. I can do it fast. My number one goal, I want to put out more auto-detailing content onto social media than anyone else in the space. How are you doing on that? Well. Yeah. How many a day? At minimum, this is generally speaking, okay? So should something, should... Sure, sure. Including vacation, weekend, sure. everything. One video a day to YouTube, three videos a day to Instagram, minimum. Now, is that post on Instagram? Yes, video post. What about stories? How are you doing on stories? Every day. Like, but how many? Varies. My goal is not necessarily Two, to have a ton 10, of... 20, 5, one. Yeah, between 10 and 20 every day. 10 to 20 stories a day. Like, that you can click oh, through, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. 10 to 20 stories yes. a day, three videos... No pictures, just straight no videos. No pictures whatsoever. All videos, three videos a day on Instagram. That's right. And then one video on YouTube One video a day? to YouTube, yes. And does that come off of what car? Do you, do you pull off of that from yes. that three videos from one car? So I, you yeah. do like one car a day? How many cars do you do on a week to basis? Yeah, so my online business is my priority. Okay. My detailing business is, my physical detailing business is not my priority. Um, I generally never do more than two cars a day, uh -huh. but most of the time I don't ever do more than one car a day anymore. Yeah. I mean, I used to do a lot. You'll pull the content off of that one car yes. and make three or four videos yes. off of it. At this point, I have a lot of strategies to get a lot of content in a little amount of time. Yeah. I, I want to put out more content than anyone else ever Yeah. in the auto detailing space. Yeah. I do not want anyone to post even close to what I post. Yeah, that is I my like goal. It. I like it. So... Um, and that's one of my theses. So do you rank yourself against people? Do you go look at everybody else? I don't. Nice. I do not watch nice. any, others, uh, nice. any other auto detailing content. And it nice. is so funny because people want me to so bad. Or like, It doesn't matter about I them. just don't have time. And yeah. yeah, exactly. It just doesn't. Like, I'm not them. I'm they're not me. me. They're going to do their thing. Yeah. I'm going to do my thing. Yep. And I, I don't have time to worry about what they're doing, man. Yep. Like, 
I just don't have it in me. So in what the day. do you listen to? Where do you draw your information? Yes. I love Gary Vaynerchuk. I love him because I relate to him on a lot of levels. Oh, yeah. Um, what was the first piece of content do you remember hearing from him? That's a great question. Probably not the first, but the first I can remember would be him talking about the necessity to oversaturate social media. Which is why you do that. Which is why I do it yeah. exactly. Yeah. See, if, they, if I have one thing, if I don't have anything else, I post more than anyone else posts. Mm -hmm. I know yeah. that I do. The most content, which is why it shows... And he doesn't say to run your demographic or your, you know, your, how your scale you're doing off of how many likes or how many followers or all that. But right. you have a lot of followers. I have a healthy following. Now, yeah. relative to some people, it's very small, you know. So here, what I say is, like, I'm not impressed with what I have yet. I am not impressed. And I'm not going to stop until I am impressed. I don't know what that point is, but 52,000 on YouTube... 27,000 or whatever it is on Instagram is not enough. Yeah. And gener now, granted, it's not all about followers. No. It's but it, I have a very specific goal in mind right. that I'm working towards. Yep. I know what's going to get me there. Yep. And I know what I'm doing is getting like me it. there right now. Yeah. And eventually the strategy will change. But like I tell people, stop posting pictures to Instagram. Stop posting pictures to Instagram. Facebook was a words platform at first. Then it became pictures. Then it became video. Facebook is now the number one competitor with YouTube when it comes to video. Mm -hmm. Facebook bought out Instagram eventually in the next five years. And I'm going on record saying this. In the next five years, Instagram is not going away. And it will be a primarily video platform. For every 1,000 video views I get on YouTube, I get 10,000 on Instagram. And it is for no other reason other than there are no other auto-detailers putting uh, that out. Well, no, there are. There are. There not are. in the quantity or not the... Not in the uh, quantity. And then, and then you probably have learned hashtags. Yes, and that's definitely part of the it. the problem that a lot of detailers have is yes. they're trying to hashtag detailers of Instagram or all the yes. different stuff of detailers and not so much... Their customer base. Totally, totally. So it's not just that you're putting out content. That's you're putting true. out appropriate content. Yes. You're also then marketing that content in the right way. Right, right. I, I, I read a book by, I, like I said, I try to read a lot. And I try to read, I, I try to only take advice from people who have done what I want yep. to do. So, like, I don't listen to people who are poor for money advice. I don't listen to people who are, you know, fat for gym advice. Like, I just don't, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't listen to my business professor who's never built a business on how to build a business because it doesn't make any freaking sense. Right. He do, he's teaching from a textbook. What book did you read? So, I read a book by Ray A. Kroc who bought McDonald's from the McDonald's brothers. Okay. And he said, I think it was Yale. He was speaking at a university in Yale. It might be the wrong school. And he asked the students, the business school students, what business am I in? And all of them raised their hands, and he said, you. And the guy said, you're in the restaurant business, the food service business. He said, no, no, no. You totally missed it. I'm in the real estate business. And most detailers think they're in the detailing business. <laughs> and, like, 
it sounds so arrogant coming out of my mouth because I know I'm young and people just write it off and that's okay. But I tell people all the time, I am not in the detailing business. I'm in the client service business and I am not in the detailing business. I'm in the media business. I do not run a detailing business. I run a client service business on one hand and a media business on the other hand. I do not run a detailing business. Yep. But Sounds like Gary Vee. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that helped me, dude. Oh, man, major. I love that Gary Vee said... Think of yourself as a media business first. That changed everything for me because I went into every customer and I was like, I'm here for videos. I'm not here for detailing. I didn't sacrifice quality or like my customers were still just as stoked as my work as they were before, but my mindset shifted. So, I mean, you've got to think for a second. Let's, let's, if you're, if you're a business guy, let's, let's think practicality for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So. 22, so at that point you were 19. Yes. Where were you living? I was living in a three-bedroom duplex, sharing a room with bunk beds, full-size bunk beds, in a 20-foot by 20-foot room. Sharing with? My roommate. Okay. Yeah. So you shared to sacrifice... A little privacy, a little comfort. Totally. So that what? So that you didn't have to spend as much on So on that, that I could reinvest can, every penny I could back in my business. And you didn't necessarily, well, where I was going, not necessarily that you had to reinvest. Yeah. You did not have to work as hard to get the detailing money because your long-term goal was to sacrifice your daily income so that you could build long-term. That is perfectly put. My thought is always long-term. Right, and where a lot of guys run into the problem. So it's funny, we mentioned earlier when you and I were talking, we mentioned, yeah. mentioned Rennie. Rennie was going to come on last week. His, his mom got sick. He had to cancel right before. We're going to have him on later, but we love, we, we want to play off of that 20. DJ's 30, I'm 40. D, yeah, you know, yeah. Rennie is something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but one of the questions when I had Bob Phillips and Rennie, when we had Bob Phillips and Rennie on, um, we talked about some of the things that detailers do wrong. And, and the, one of the things that I said, which is, is from my life as well as, you know, Gary would say it too, is stop buying stupid shit. Thank you. Like. Oh, my gosh. You're young. You do, you're like. And I'm not going to say, like, if you want the watch, if you want the phone, if you want it, go for it. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you not to. Right. Yeah. You do you, because I've got a lot of friends that they did that younger, and they're, they're okay now. Yes. But for me, that just wasn't – I also shared a room I, or shared a house. I, I always had roommates. I always kept things as cheap as I could possibly go. Right. Like I drank beer at a dollar of a glass yeah. because – you some, know, and Some I drank, Natty Lights. I, yeah, I drank crap beer just <laughs> yeah. because I wanted to just have some, but I didn't want to spend the money. Right. right? If, if you can be conscious about your budget expenses – Yes. Then you don't necessarily have to pull in as much on the daily income, which is Absolutely. what you did. Because you did not clean a car in three hours on a full detail. It was probably more like, what, six? Absolutely. Seven, like six, seven hours totally. Because you were taking so many videos, so you sacrificed your short yes. term for the long term. Exactly. And the video views that you have now come from starting at that point. Yes. And that's what a lot of people might look at what, you know, Excuse me, that's a cigar from earlier. Yeah, that's okay. 
um, might look at what you're doing now and go, oh, well, he just, you know, the, like, no. Yeah. Everything comes with a sacrifice. Yes. Unless you got inherited with a lot of money yeah. and a complete gift of here's $100,000, go play. Yeah, exactly. And that's part of why I love the detailing business because it's like I busted my tail and still do working in the hot sun all summer. I mean, I got an employee that works for me now. A teammate. Team team member. Yeah, team member. Team member. Um, I got a partner. Uh, and it's like I'm not just some social media guy. You know what I mean? And I yeah, couldn't. Yeah, I could, now you're actually running a business. No, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, social media is just an arm of the business. It is not what I. You know, so it's just interesting the dynamics of how people perceive you and all this sort of stuff. But yeah, or when I was 19 and I started out on YouTube, people commented constantly. were like, this kid is too young to know anything. To, and it's like, what do I care? Like, why do. Who cares? Who cares if I'm young? Dude, that's part of what I love about being 22 and doing this. It's like, not in an arrogant way again, but I got a lot more time than a lot of these other guys. Yeah. A lot more time. No, completely agree. When uh, I was at Mobile Tech Expo and we do a pint night with this podcast at the different different things and we do pint nights where detailers can come in, drink beer for free. I'll pay for all their yeah. beers. They just drink. And it's all about building community and getting to know everybody. Right. Um, and I was sitting there with uh, a couple of different guys my age yeah. um, from down in Atlanta and South Carolina, Carolina Detail Supply. And um, there was a moment where we just looked at each other and I go, look, because there was some uh, Z-Bard or Z-Bard, like old fuckers. Yeah. Old yeah. sitting over there drinking. Rennie <laughs> was over there. Bob was there. Like a lot of big names were there, but they were older. Yeah. And I looked at it and we, I just went. We're only 40. Exactly. We're only 40. They're fucking old. Yes. Respect to the, like, purely respect, but still, they're they're headed, especially those Z-Bar guys, man, they were, yeah. they're headed out to pasture quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, so much respect. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're 20. You got, trust me, from being 40, you got a lot right. of life. You got and, a yeah. lot of life. And I probably hopefully, don't see that. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of I mean, course. next anything day, you know, can happen. Anything, anything can happen. happen. Right. And so, I, yeah, you know, we'll maximize every day. But, yeah, exactly. It's like I don't want to be Rennie Doyle. I don't want to be McGuire's. I don't want to – detailing is not my end goal. And I'm very clear about that on the front end. I mean, on anybody I talk to, I'm like, dude, I don't love detailing. Yeah, but, I mean, it, like, it keeps going. Why not stay with it? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually, I mean, if it begins to run itself and I can set it up in the way I want it, I'll do it. But it's like – the reason I'm online right now is because it is going to get me where I want to be. Because it makes sense as a business. Yes. That's why you're doing I it. I want to be a business. I want yes. to be an entrepreneur. I don't want to be an Instagram CEO. I want to be a businessman. And so so as a note, which yes. we've said over and over, but let's, let's plug yeah. it back in. Yeah, yeah. Guys, it doesn't matter what you do. You're a perfect example. You've even said it. You failed at a lot of things. You made yes. a lot of mistakes. Like, it doesn't just put stuff out there. Oh, my god. So gosh. we've got a guy coming out next week, Overalls Detailing. He, from Man. listening, has started his own podcast. Sweet. As a detailer. Yeah. And which we've said over and over, guys, it's the next, you know. Yes, it is. Videos are great now, and they will continue to be, but voice, voice will is the next begin step. to replace radio. Totally, totally. Right? Undoubtedly. I'm disaster driving here. I'm in a... Uh, I didn't do Uber. I didn't do a rental car. I did Toro. Okay, right? there you a go. Newer technology. Yep. I can rent and save money from just a guy that wants to rent out his car. Well, 
I don't have the right plug to get in, so I can't listen yeah. to my music. I can't listen to my podcast. I have to listen to radio. Yeah. That blows. I 100%. Hate radio. Me too. Right? So the way voice is going and music, like, it makes sense then if you want to run a business to have voice, to have video, to have all the different. When else? I did a little thing the other day, which I haven't released it, but I want to. When else? I can speak from this, from being 40. Yeah. When else have we had a better opportunity as detailers to have a business? When I started, we didn't have this. I had trailer and soap, and I just had to go knock on doors and get referrals and just grow it old school. Now the technology, and you're an absolute perfect example, that you can start from three years ago and grow it this fast. Right. Right. Why not start with doing something, but yet so many guys just post the same photo and they're scared. Totally. Scared to put themselves out there. No, exactly. Why do you think guys should put themselves out there and not be concerned about failures, not be concerned about people sending in messages, not be concerned about their customers not wanting to use them? What's the point? Why should somebody just throw all their stuff out there? Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Maybe. Can I go pee real fast, or is it going to screw up oh, everything? Oh, no. I'm very happy about that. I am going to pee okay, my pants pause. if I do not go. We're going to take a bathroom break. <laughs> All right, bathroom break is over. Thank God. Yeah. Because now I can enjoy the rest of this beer. Definitely. But, uh, yeah, mo- so, so you asked how or why detailers should put themselves out there and stuff. And uh, particularly on social media, I guess, is the context we'll put it in. But that is such a good question. And gosh, there's so many ways to answer that. And there's so many things that run through my head. But I would say fundamentally, if you do not understand social media and you claim to be an entrepreneur today, you will lose in whatever you're doing. You, you will... Or you'll just be slow and behind. Yes. Or it'll take you 10 years longer than it should. Let's say that. And... That's where I was... Anyway. Yeah. yeah. And I, the thing is, like, people are like, should I start a YouTube channel? Should I start a, a, a podcast? And I'm kind of like, I don't know. Should you? Like, I, maybe not. Dude, I get ripped apart. If you can handle it. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, can your self-esteem... Take the blows that you're going to have right. to take. I mean, can you deal with 40-year-old guys, 50-year-old guys, 20-year-old guys saying you're a freaking psychopath who knows nothing and starting their own social medias to against you? Like, can you deal with that? Can you deal with learning in the public eye? Like, that's a hard thing. You know what I mean? Like, can you apologize when you're wrong? Can you – like, I, I do not get stressed out easily. I'll put it that way. Yet. You're I still young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, I don't get overwhelmed too easily. And social media can... When I was talking to a guy who has a large social media following who said, I can't even look at my comments anymore. Honestly, that is not where my brain goes. Like, when I read that stuff, like... I do not get hurt by that stuff. But again, I think it comes back to what we talked about in the beginning. Like, fundamentally, your DNA, who are you? 
And can you deal with doing that? Can you learn in front of other people? Like, is that okay with you? Because I do not know everything. I don't know nearly as much as Rennie Doyle and yourself. And the truth is, like I said, I don't want to. I, that's not the skill set. Detailing is not the skill set I am going after. And it's not the business I'm going after. It's what I'm in right this second. But it is not what I want. And it's not my goal. And so I'm not going to put out my own product line. Are you going to put out your goal? What is your goal? I want... <clears throat> That's a good question. Because I know... But there's so many things that are going to change in the next 10 years. That it's hard to say What's exactly. But let's say... I would like a very to run a very very large business consulting company slash media ad slash marketing. agency you marketing. To, yeah, you want to market for <coughs> other companies. I want to be the best there is. Yeah. In that, I want to be the best communicator. I, I know communicating oh, is, you my, do. is my I was going to say that before you said it. Like, you're a very good communicator. Right. You so, know how to explain things. You know how to address people. Like, you're crafted in that. Have you taken lessons? Have you? No. How did that happen? No. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is like genes. You know what I mean? I don't know. And I think it's God, too. I mean, I think, you know, because, again, that's where I stand with all this. But. And I think God gives everybody certain gifts and certain talents. Well, and yeah, I, think I mean, it depends on their DNA. depends on yeah, the, yeah. The, the right sperm that swam all the way up. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes, yeah. God did it through the creation of a human. Totally like, agree. Totally agree. Yeah. And so, Some yeah. people were just... They're <laughs> Ugly. Swimmers. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thanks, Luke. I, didn't, I was trying not to insult myself. Yeah, but, no, no. Please. Uh, yeah, some, right. some some that swam the fastest might not have had the gene that, you right. know, that... Right, so. so probably some of it is happenstance, and, but like you said, and I don't say it in an arrogant way, I say it in a, I want to be emotionally intelligent enough, you self-aware what enough. You understand what you have, yes. and you want to maximize what yes. you have. So the reason I'm so down on video is because I know it utilizes my strength. I am not interested... In building a huge detailing business. That is not my strength. I don't want to detail forever. I want to be in front of thousands. Like, and I don't mean it arrogantly. I mean it, I'm, I, I prefer a, thousand, a crowd with a thousand with a microphone than yeah. I do one-to-one. I just yeah. prefer it. Yeah. And again, like people say, hear it and sometimes go, that's kind of prideful. I'm like, no, I'm not no. asking for it. I'm no, just saying I prefer that. It's just, yeah, you know where you want to go. Right. So go there. So yeah. that's where I want to go and that's where I want to do, do now to take me there. And I know communication is my strong suit and so I capitalize on communication. And so I do anything I can to communicate. So a, a word for detailers would be to find out what strength you have exactly. for communicating. Are you better at just talking? Exactly. Are you better at videos? Are you better at writing? Maybe people there should write more. There you go. We've talked about it on LinkedIn. Yes. It's a whole segment that nobody's going after. Total blank space. You can t- target doctors oh specifically my gosh. by their yes. their job title. You can <laughs> target a lawyer. Like whoever you want to target as your customer on LinkedIn, then you write a bunch of content on a regular basis. Yep. But goes back to it takes work. So you yes. detailed all day. You got a wife. You got kids. You got a family. You got a girlfriend. You got beers with a buddy. You got right. soft. Like you can name a thousand things that you got to do yes. as a human being after you get done detailing a car. Yes. Yes. So what 
as you as a detailer, are you going to do with that time? Right. Are you going to go do the other stuff? Right. Perfectly fine. Go be young. Have fun. Right. Or what you're saying, you're sacrificing a lot. Right? Agreed. You're, you're Agreed. taking your time and you're sacrificing now yes. for later. Yes. I did the same thing. Yes. Yes. Not to your level because we didn't have that. Right. Well, you didn't have the same opportunity. Yeah. I drank cheap beer instead of buying good beer. Yeah. That was yeah. my sacrifice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but exactly what you're saying. Like, my <laughs> wife knew last week when we were on vacation at the beach, I still answer emails. I still oh, yeah, post yes. videos. I work nonstop. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So it's like there's no that's five my days game. a week. Yeah. No, you exactly. Work seven days there's a week. There's no Monday through Friday forty yeah. hours. That doesn't exist. And it's not my game. I'm not interested in that. I don't want to play that. I like eighty hours. I like Saturday and yes. Sunday. I don't that's just not my game. Yeah. And it's not yours. And it's like it's just different strokes for different folks. But yes, like my wife knows when she goes to bed, my computer opens up. And it just is what it is. That's good for you, though. You wait till she goes to bed. <laughs> nice. That came out wrong. <laughs> when no, she no, goes no, to no, bed. No, 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 I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no, no. I meant it in a positive. Like, I'm the one with of, the... Instead of, like, yeah, you yeah, taking yeah. some time for your wife. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was yeah. meaning. And then when Six she goes to bed. Six in the morning to five at night is mine. Five to whenever she goes to bed is hers. Mm-hmm. And when she goes to bed, she knows it's mine. Yeah. And, and that's you know, what I was meaning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that totally makes sense. My mind was the one that was in the gutter. So You're young. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, so, yeah, exactly. It's like, and that's part of why I like Gary Vaynerchuk is because it's like, dude, how much are you willing to work? And I don't talk about this. It's interesting. It's like me being on your podcast is like, the only time I talk about this is like when it's being asked. You know what I mean? Like, you'll never find any of this conversation on my YouTube channel or like on Instagram. It's like, that's all detailing. Because that's what I'm doing. I'm working in that lane, but I'm not talking and teaching how to work and how to stay. It's like, no, dude, I'm just going to work my freaking face off, and I want to get to where I want to go. And I know I can get there. I know I can. So you mentioned you don't want to have a brand. I don't want to have a detailing brand forever. I do want to have a brand. I like building Correct. brand. My fault. You had mentioned you don't want to have your own product. Okay, there you go. That's, yes, yes, yes. I do fault. want to build my a brand. Fault. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. My fault. I'm very into Thank brand. You. I am not into having my own product Why line. Why is that? I keep saying it, but it's like, that's not my game. That would violate pretty much everything I've built my brand off of thus far in minimizing the confusion in the detailing world from my perspective. I don't want to put out more products to choose from. I'm not against it. I know guys who are killing it doing that, and I love it. That's not my game. It's not what I'm going after. You're going after the media side, learning how to do the videos and yes. learning how to get attention. Yes. I love attention. Yeah. And I don't mean it in a negative way, but... No, no, no. I specifically chose that word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Word. I like attention. Um, and not to build up myself. I'm good with no attention for my own personal self-esteem. I want it because of the goal I'm after. But, yeah, it's just not my game. I would rather work with a company, which I do, who has their own line of products... Then I would develop my own. Yeah, um, I mean, I, and you work with the spectrum of them. I now, work with a ton do of you companies. Work with yeah, them on, and feel free to tell me that's too personal. Yeah. Do you, in business side of though, as 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 doing the videos and rep, you know, or yeah, I don't know if that's a repping or however you do it. Like, yeah, where does the business side of that come into place? Yeah, yeah. So, 
there's a few different avenues that it takes. The majority of quote-unquote companies I work with, generally how it starts is they email me and they go, hey, Luke, you've great, you got a great social media following. Basically, what they're saying is, will you be a salesman for us? And I say, here's what I charge for a video. What I require, the exact email I send says exactly this. What I require is for you to ship me the product or the tool first if I like it and I agree that it would be of value to the people who I'm talking about it with, then I will show it. If it is not, I will either send it back to you if you like or I will keep it, but I will not show it. So for some reason, there's a stigma of like when you get paid for something, you lose your integrity. I'm like, that's the stupidest argument I've ever heard in my entire life. There's no logic that comes. Anyway, <laughs> so that's the majority of short-term things I do. I'm in the works right now with two specific companies that I've agreed to work with more or less long-term to build them up because I like them and I agree with what they're doing. And it's my game. It's me. I love businesses that are middleman. I love that are, what? That are middleman. I love Amazon because he connects business to customer. Okay, I love okay. Airbnb because they connect room okay. To room searcher. Yep. I love my game because I connect company to end consumer. I like that game. Thus, that's the consulting side that exactly. you really want to dive in. Exactly. And that's the game I'm playing right now. Are you going to share those two companies? Too early. Too early right now. Okay. But in a, in eventually I will. Yes. Um, but yeah, I, I undoubtedly get paid for certain videos and stuff, but I don't rep anything I don't like. I don't rep anything that I don't even... If I don't like the person, I don't rep it. I don't have to work with anybody I don't want to. You know what I mean? I only rep products and tools that I like. But I definitely rep products and get paid for it at times because I'm running a business. Like It's just like, of course I do. I'm running a business. This is how I make money. It goes back to sacrificing years ago to... Exactly. Exactly. The snowball effect of... Totally. Totally. Of that. And so, more than anything, I always come back to the more I learn, the more I realize I don't know. And there is so much for me to learn. And I know a little bit about a little bit about a little bit. And I'm operating right there, right now. And eventually I'll make it a little bigger, but I'm not there yet. And I just try to stay in my lane. And uh, I like to learn. And I got a lot of really good mentors. And I would not be at this place. Okay, so you have people that you talk to. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I got about five. I call them millionaire mentors, like entrepreneurs who have businesses that you gonna throw out any names or no well over a million dollars you wouldn't it's, know it's okay. any of them yeah. but i mean i could local people yes yes yeah so like nobody would know them here okay but, okay okay um yeah people that i meet with on a regular basis who just and i have people who are just how'd you meet these guys different ways but some family friends some happenstance and some just the law of attraction, I think. Just mm -hmm. you reap what you sow, and you work hard, and you bust your butt, and you attract the right people into your life. I mean, it's like some of these people are like, how did I? I mean, one of them that I talked to on the phone who lives in Miami, his name's Scott. I did a video for him for one of the tools that he just patented. And he, I, got, I call him on a weekly basis now. And, I mean, he'll sit in on a phone call with me and a company as my business partner and like help me through stuff and so I just really value 
I don't know, learning from other people. I, I, I do not have it all figured out. And I, the more I live, the more I'm like, wow, I really don't have it figured out. And I try to stay there. I try to stay in that place because I just, I don't know that much. I don't. And it's like. Very mature of you to say that. But I want to know. I want to know. And I know that I want to. Yeah. And I, I, it keeps me in a good place, man. It keeps me good in my relationships. I mean, with my wife, you know, being able to admit that I'm wrong. Hey, babe, I'm sorry. That was my fault. And I should not have done that. And I'm sorry. You know, it's like it's it's bigger than business. It's like I want to be able to do that with my kids. Like, hey, I'm sorry. I was wrong. Well, yeah, when are they due? Man, I was hoping for an exclusive. No kids. Come on, man. I don't have any kids. <laughs> but, you know, you know what I mean. There's one know? coming up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. She but doesn't know it yet. No, no, no kids. And I, and I don't plan on having kids for quite a while. But. Yeah, man, I like, I'm just, I'm excited about life. Like, you should be. I'm excited about life, yeah. man. I'm, I'm excited for a crash. I'm excited to see how the puzzle pieces come together when the crash happens. Like, I, you know what I mean? And that's what I don't know how to teach somebody right there. Like, how do you teach someone get excited for adversity? Because, like, that doesn't make sense to people, especially my generation. But it's like... You keep preaching on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and I think it's just because they haven't known, right? Yeah, definitely. To Gary's point, they've been raised, you're... Yeah, yeah. You've been raised in the eighth place trophies. For sure. You don't know what it's like to watch other people go across and get a trophy or get a ribbon or whatever it is, and you didn't do well enough to not get one. Right. You don't know what that's like. Right. And as a kid... That builds something in you. Definitely. It really does. And so there's this massive group that are extremely, from your part of it, so you're extremely passionate. Yeah. So yeah. There's, there's part of, I think, your generation that is so much more passionate about things than other generations. Yeah. Because you have the technology, too, that helps drive that passion. For sure. And you have the... You have the idea of, I can just go do whatever I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Right? For sure. That wasn't a thing back in back in the day. Yeah, I'm yeah. Fucking old saying back in the day yeah, at yeah. 40. It's horrible. But now what you can seize and grow after, if, to your point, if you can go through the struggles. Yes. I don't think anybody understands the amount of struggles it takes to get out there. Yes. No clue. Yes. And if they can go through those, have a wife, have a girlfriend, have a partner, have somebody Fine. to help back them through all that, whether that's emails, whether that's 12 p.m. still grinding and have to wake up at 5 because you've got an account right. you got to be at at 6.30 because that guy wants to be at the office by 8. You right. Know, whatever right. it is, if you can't do that now, right. you, you, you need to start. Yes. You need to start trying. Yes, exactly. And so, it, yeah, I guess I just, I know that I don't know how hard it is, but I know that I want to know. And that's... Question, do you yeah. have a closet full of shoes? No. That you post photos of the newest shoe that you got? Oh, my A couple hundred gosh. dollars? I got and three And then you have like shoes. six more there? <laughs> you, yeah. you don't have that? I don't have that. 
You don't have, like, the watches? <laughs> no, the watches I got an $18 watch, though, that's from the 80s, and I wear it every day, and I freaking love it. That's exactly what you're saying. That's not my game. When I, if, if I make a million bucks a year, and I'm rich, and I can spend it however I want, I'm not interested in the watch still. Like, people are like, what's your favorite car? And I'm like, you'd think as a detailer I would have a dream car. Right? It sounds so backwards. Great question. What's your favorite car? And I'm like, dude, I want a nice Toyota Tacoma to drive when I'm 40. Like, that's what I started my detailing business, a white Tacoma. Yeah, I'm like, that's what I want. I don't want a Lamborghini. I'm not saying it's bad. I just, it, I don't want it. It's yeah. not my game. I am living finally at 30, see, I'm 41, so I was at 38. Yeah. Yeah, 38, probably 38 or so. I bought my dream car. There you go. Super pumped. I'm sold the rest of my life. Bam. Yeah. It's a so, cheap Wrangler. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yes, exactly. My dream car. Yeah. People ask me the same question. Oh, man, what are you going to get above? Like, why? Yes. I, I'm driving my dream car. Yes. Now, the car that has caught my eye that not now, but maybe in a couple years, I would love to get a Tesla. I agree. I totally agree. For one reason. Drives itself. I can press go. And you can and do I can work. work. Dude. I can work while I'm driving because right now Tulsa is pretty – it's literally I think it's uh, survival. I, I think it is. I th- nobody's not texting. Nobody's not on their phones. Yes. It's literally about who can do it better and survival of the fittest. I really yes. think it is. Yes. Those that are crashing, it's because they're, they weren't good enough to oh, text and drive. Oh, man. Yes. <laughs> that is true. But I do not I, – I, I literally rely on my peripheral – and then I work while I'm driving, and that's not good. And not good at all. But no, Tulsa's pretty but, safe. Like, yeah, yeah, Tulsa, yeah. We're, like, there's nothing going on there. Yeah. Here, no, I can't do it. I put my phone down. I don't know what's going on yeah. in Nashville. So, I, phone's down. Nashville's but, insane. Yeah. I told my wife the other day, I was like, if I could work while I drove, yes. the amount of things yes. I could get done during the day exactly. would double. I mean, yes. it's insane. Yeah. So, I totally agree with you. And I like Elon Musk started Tesla. He's a genius to me. I love, uh, yeah, yes, I, I totally am with you. But- yeah, man. All in all, it's an exciting time to be an entrepreneur. Exciting time to be a detailer. Yes. Yes. It's an exciting time to be a detailer. Definitely. It's an exciting time to be alive. Be alive. Know? I mean, it's just, life is a gift, you know? Life is not a drag. And I mean, when else in history can we come into an amazing place like this? Oh, my gosh. Drink the beer, talk via podcast, and yes. get it sent out over. I mean, that's, that's amazing. Totally, totally. So, cheers, man. I, I yeah. really appreciate your time. Absolutely. All Absolutely. right, so we do a, a rating of the beer, one to five. Okay. Did we ever – did she give us the name? Yeah, it was like little – Mill Creek Microbrew. It's a pale wheat ale. Bam. Pale wheat ale. Uh, definitely, that makes more sense. I remember her saying pale. That makes more sense. I taste that now. Okay. So give us your one to five. Okay. Five being – you're going out right now to buy it yeah. from the store. One, you'll well, only drink yeah. it if somebody forces it on you. Okay. This is coming from a novice beer raider. Just oh, it makes no difference. So everybody no, knows. To, but I would totally rate it five. Really? Five being the best. Okay. Because I would definitely drink that. Really? I don't like heavy beer because I get so full. And that doesn't fill me up at all. I really think you should experiment. If, if you like coffee. I love coffee. You should, you should experiment into some... I know you, you said you don't want dark, but right. a heavy stout okay. that has all those different flavors to it because okay. they're 
the what they're blending in now, if you find a real heavy stout that's fully complex, yeah, you, you'll like it. I like compared it. with coffee. Okay, I yeah. trust you. I mean, like coconuts, and if you like coconuts, and yes, they yes. make. I don't know. <laughs> Porters are are yeah. like the cheap version of a stout, but a peanut butter porter. Okay. Stuff like that. If you like coffee, you'll like you'll go towards those flavors. I'm doing it. I'll yeah. totally do it. You should at least try it. Oh, I will. Nashville yeah. has so many locally a brewed beer. Microbreweries. Oh, uh, I love Nashville, dude. Yeah, I love. Nashville. Oh, I love the Nashville hot chicken, dude. No it's doubt. good. It's good. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm not gonna get this beer again. I wouldn't order it if she came back and asked me. <laughs> I wouldn't order it's, it. It's to me. It's there. it's extremely average. I'm gonna go two five. Two no. out of five, man. No, no, two five, like two point oh, five. Two point five. Yeah, got it. I Half. went specific. I like it. I didn't know we were doing the decimal system, so uh, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. It's, locked in. Just forget locked about it. Locked in at five. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, so we have what's called a tab out question. Okay. Um, where, like, you're at the bar, the bartender saying, "Hey, night's over." Yep. You haven't experienced this. But, I haven't. Uh, <laughs> you're like half drunk, and you're just talking to these people all night, and you're just like, ah, and you just ask random questions, or you just get something yeah. off your chest that you wanted to share. Okay. So we've already talked about, generally, generally I give this to the guest, right? But I want, I, I, I took the question. I wanted the question. Okay. Um, and I, I wish DJ was able to come on, but he's in Denver, wasn't able to get away, he's spending some time with his wife. Don't blame him. Yeah, for sure. Go spend time with your wife. Um, the question was going to be, were, you guys are so vocal about your beliefs. Yeah, me and DJ? DJ is too. DJ's, is that what you were referring yeah, to? Yeah, DJ's vocal. Okay. Not as much as you, but DJ's vocal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is it, especially if, if you're coming from an entrepreneurial side, yeah. business, why do you put out your personal beliefs as far as Christianity when yeah. there's going to be so many of customers or clients or prospects or that this that's, that we'll doesn't feel like that, that might contradict? Yeah. Like, why even, why do that? Yeah, yeah. Number one, I think it, I think it emphasizes what's most important to me. I mean, for obvious reasons, like you said, there are going to be people who are not going to go for that, and they don't, they're not, even the name, you know, like Jesus freaks people out, you know, so they're not going to. But honestly, man, I do it because, gosh, there's a lot of things I could say. I guess I, guess I would boil it down to this. When I saw how much God cared about me, I saw how much he cared about other people. And that is hard for me to be quiet about because I know so many people who do not really like themselves. And I cannot imagine living life that way, not liking yourself. And I believe the way out of that is seeing how much he loves you. And the fact that you were his idea, he created you, it changed everything for me, and I like for people to experience what I experienced. And that's why I think if I had boiled down for one thing, that's it. Good yeah. Answer. Yeah, yeah. Good answer. I like it. I, I do not I, – I actually kind of go the other way in some of it. I, you know, m- my history for people that have listened get a bit of it. I'll give you a little context. 
like I said, I grew up completely Southern Baptist, right. very religious. Went to school, actually, seminary was my master's. Like, I was going oh, wow. in that direction. Um, complete fo- complete falling out with the church. Yeah. Literally could care less of going back. Yeah. Um, and so I find it, I find that play very interesting. Yes. Where there's so many people that will put on their business cards a fish. Or yeah. on their I don't logo, do that. <laughs> a fish. Yeah. Or, you know, we'll talk about so much about yes. going to church and they're 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 doing the game of church. Yes. How does that like and there's there's sometimes I don't want to do business with somebody that calls them a Christian. Right, right. Just because totally of my background and knowing the way some people are at church. Right? Yeah. So <laughs> understood. That's a lot of the reason why I you know, and so I don't I don't really put my views out, so to speak. Yeah. Except that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That I don't like the church. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Understood, understood. And and the thing is, like, I can't blame you for not because I know what you're talking about. I, yeah. I'm in that. So I guess when it boils down to is, and, and that's why I was an atheist, right? Because I said, you guys, you guys are not the real deal. And I came to a point what I what I do with God is I say, God, I'll never let what somebody else does determine what is true about you. That's where I'm at with this thing. And I you know, I'm not saying I'm just for me, I say what's what the church does, what people in church, what Christians quote unquote do, does not have anything to do with who God is. And what I do is I say, God, if I can't line it up with the life of Jesus, I don't have it in my belief system. If I can't line it up with him, I don't. So I look at Jesus as my barometer for life. And I say, what did you do? He loved on people who nobody else loved. Didn't harass people, didn't frustrate people, didn't get mad because people weren't doing things his way. He said, hey, guys, I love you. I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to show you. Even if you give me nothing in return, I'll still give. And that's the way I want to run my business. That's the way I want to live my life, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, the flip side... Yeah, yeah. The flip side is when you when you can be that guy. Yeah. And then you can show that. It allows then people the opportunity maybe like me who yeah. have been hurt so bad by the church. Right. To right. say okay. Well, this guy's actually doing what right. he says he's going to do and he's actually a good person when I meet him. Right, right. You know. Yeah. So I asked that question Purely to just get some content. Yes. But at, as a person to person, much respect. Definitely. Like you've got and a, you as well. Yeah. If you've got a, a vision for what you, you know, your belief system, whether that's, well, look at the guy sitting at the next chair, you know, whatever. Right. Like, right. To me, it's like, hey, whatever's great for you. Yeah. Do you and I wish you all the best in it. Sure. You know. Sure. Um, at the end of the day, it's not for me or for anybody else to say who was right and who was wrong. Sure. You know, yeah. that's that's up to that's up to when we go to sleep or when yeah. we ascend or yeah, yeah, or yeah. what, right? Yeah. There's so many beliefs on that. Like there can be so many different beliefs on what happens. I don't know. Yeah. I can just know that God loves me, like yeah. you said. Yeah. God loves other people. And I should love everybody else too. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that, definitely. To me, that's the premise of the gospel. Yes. Yes. So I agree, yeah. I, I hang my hat on the love of God, you know. Because if he didn't love you, he wouldn't if he didn't love me, he never would have sent his son. So I can't, I'm like, you don't pay $100 for a pack of gum because it's not worth it. 
So you pay. Well, do you create something that you don't love? No, exactly. Exactly. I wasn't my own idea. So, oh my gosh. But yeah, man, that's, that's, that's the reality that I live by. And thus far, it's really been good and yeah. keeps getting better. And well, you, you, got a, you got a major career ahead of you, man. Just, well, I, I think I that. tapped into you somewhere in 17. And yes, yes. I don't watch everything, you know, but I'll hop in and watch a couple things. Yes. I really, a lot of respect, man. That's why I was, well, I was sad you. that we messed the first one up. And I was like, man, we <laughs> got to get okay. Luke on. That's okay. I was really looking forward to this. So yeah, yeah. Just person to person, man. Much respect. I wish you. In your journey, nothing but success and the best yes. for you and your business. So. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. And thank you so much for having me on because this, honestly, is the freaking highlight of my year, man. Sitting here <laughs> and talking with you, I love it. Good, so, man. Good. It's awesome. All right, so give us your social media handles. Okay, so you can find me on YouTube at just Wilson Auto Detailing, like literally YouTube.com slash Wilson Auto Detailing. And Instagram is at Wilson.Auto.Detailing. So as the two major yeah, places. The dots in. You gotta put the dots in Wilson.auto.detailing. Though, if you just type in Wilson Auto Detailing on Instagram, it'll also come up. Yeah, yeah. you'll come up. Yeah, it'll come up. Yeah. Google it. Just look for the guy with almost thirty thousand followers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's only so many detailers that have that. You'll be all right. You'll, yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll figure it out. <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> yes. So yes. you can find us at Pints and Polishing Podcast on Instagram, or uh, my personal is Marty L Hill. I think <laughs> is that is that it? Or is it Marty Hill Jr.? I don't remember. <laughs> Uh, too many beers today, uh, mm. but definitely always at Total Auto Solutions. That's where we get the most DMs and chat back and forth. So Yes. Luke, thank you so much once again. Um, cheers uh, for DJ on Community. Yes. And uh, wish you all the best, man. Thank you for your time.